Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, good evening. Good afternoon or good evening. Good I know, evening. good evening. It's evening here. It's evening. Um, so everyone, welcome. Welcome to our first official happy hour, paranormal happy hour podcast um, with my amazing co-host, Jenny, which is from the Emerald Paranormal Researchers. Um, and we also have an amazing guest, which we're going to bring on very shortly. But first, um, Jenny, do you have anything to say before we get started? Oh, it's not like me to be quiet. Um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to our, our first guest. Um, it's interesting. I'm really, I'm really, uh, you know, I've watched a lot of the movies and, and I kind of got to speak to the person who has the real experience of this place. So yes, yes, I'm excited and ready. Let's go for it. Yes, I'm psyched. But guys, before we get started, it is martini time. So I did put the recipe in the description um, in this podcast in case anybody want the recipe for it. Um, so we're first going to start out, why not, on a Friday night of martini, right? So basically... So I had a dream. I always had a dream to actually own my martini bar. So I start with basic recipes and then, you know, I tweak it around a little bit to make it my own creation. Mm -hmm. So this martini is called the PBC Fluff Delight. So um, actually, you know, I actually forgot the recipe in the fridge. So I'll just be right back, Jen. Be right back. I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to talk among myself as I always do. Um, yeah, she left me and I, I think I'll bring Corey in and have a chat with him instead. <laughs> um, okay, hurry up, lady, hurry up. I got it, I got it. Okay. All right, so, um, so the recipe calls for three ounce infused Reese's vodka. So what I did is I actually, I, you know, I made, actually, I used marshmallow vodka um, because I kind of, you know, I grew up with like the PB, you know, I wasn't really much of a peanut butter and jelly person. So I was mostly like a peanut butter, chocolate and marshmallow, a fluff, a fluffinetta, mind you. Mm -hmm. So I actually started the marshmallow um, vodka. So I took three ounces of marshmallow vodka and then I put actually a half a cup of Reese's Pieces. I put them in like a mason jar. I shake it and I kept it in the fridge overnight. Now, mind you, the longer that you keep it in the fridge, the stronger it is. Okay. So this martini is going to be strong. Um, and this recipe actually calls for two martinis, but I'm only going to okay. drink one. Um, so what you do first is you strain um, the infused vodka so that you only have uh, basically, you only have, uh, you have a total of three ounces of infused vodka. Um, 
You need a half a cup of ice. You need three ounces of milk, two ounces of chocolate liquor. But I actually, what I did is I actually picked up the peanut butter chocolate because I love peanut butter. So I got that. And then um, you got the chocolate syrup to drizzle. And then you need a plate with the peanut butter on it. Um, and then you actually use crust Reese's Pieces. Okay. So I have, um, so you, you strain out the vodka um, and then you put it, it on top of the ice. And this is basically like a, a cocktail shaker. And then you mix the three ounces of milk. You mix the chocolate um, liquor. And then you combine it all together on top of the ice. And then, you know, I actually watch Bear Rescue, Bar Rescue, actually. And you always shake it with a smile. So then what you do is you take the martini glass and you actually kind of like rim it so that the peanut butter is on the top here. Right here. Voila. Okay. And then you take the Reese's pieces and then you kind of make it. See, I'm an artist too, so it has to be pretty. It's like a creation of work, of art. All right. So you want to get some more Reese's pieces. So it basically looks like that. Okay. Okay. Now what you do is you take the drizzle, you take the peanut, the chocolate syrup. I just use Nesquik. And you come to just make it like a little drizzle right here so oh, it's chocolate. really nice and pretty it's a chocolate so like that yep oh, this is chocolate God. syrup i just use my son loves this all the time so mm. i use that and then you just pour this in here so it's like a it's like a brown consistency here dribble 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 there we go. I like filling it to the rim. Filling that up. You're filling that there up. There we go. I know, filling it up. And then, wait a minute, last but not least, you take our Reese's peanut butter cup and you just stick it there. Oops, sorry. And then hopefully it'll stay. And voila, you got a martini. So I am putting this on the side and I'm going to be sipping it for the time being. So, um, so yeah, the recipe is in the description if anybody is interested. If anybody ever wants to um, me beforehand to make a creation, just tell me what you like and I'll try to make a martini. Um, so now what we're going to do is we are going to introduce our guest. So um, it's a special guest of ours. It is Corey Heinzen. Um, he is the previous owner of the Conjuring House. Um, and he is, uh, he's well known um, investigating several locations, including the Penhurst Asylum um, and various other locations. Um, and basically he's actually been um, on uh, Famous TV shows like uh, Ghost Adventures, Kinder Spirits, mm. The Sleepless Unrest, Mysteries Decoded, and even ABCs to Tell the Truth. Um, so Corey's very interesting. Um, he oh, did sorry. sell his home uh, in the May 2022, but he's still involved with the property. Um, he is the caretaker. Um, 
with um, helping them with caretaking duties as well as hosting events and making appearances. So why don't we bring on Corey? We have him in. Welcome, Mom. Hey, hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. Hello. Hello, hello. How's it going? Good. It's good. going well. Thank good. you for coming. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thank yes. you. How was the day? How have you been? Uh, do a lot better if it wasn't so hot. This weather is it just is. out of control. Yeah. Oh, I'm in Ireland, so, you know, it's raining. <laughs> it's raining I'd much rather have that. <laughs> I like rain, so that's okay. I like rain, so that's okay. I'm, I'm living in the right country if I like rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, so yeah, it's very, it's very muggy here. It's, I, I hate it when it's too muggy. Ugh. The, the the humid heat i don't like it yeah yeah exactly i don't like it so we're going to talk about uh like i say the conjure the conjuring house mm -hmm. different. what me what what got you into what made you buy the house <laughs> a lot of people ask me that and to be quite honest i mean it's the once in a lifetime opportunity to do something like that yeah and we didn't think we were going to be able to get it. I mean, it was it was a shot in the dark, and it ended up working out. And um, you know, we just we wanted to try something different because, as you know, most paranormal investigations last like one night, maybe two, mm -hmm. if, if, if you have the money um, mm -hmm. at a location. And we were going to have an opportunity to actually investigate a location that hadn't really been touched since the worms were there. I mean, they had vent teams afterwards that a lot of people don't know about um, that have investigated the house and have had things to say about it. But other than that, it's remained untouched since like the early 70s. And to just be able to go in there and just, you know, total hands on without any. You know, and it hasn't been touched since the worms were there. Uh, for the most part, no. Um, there, there have been a few teams okay. that you know people don't know about um, because of non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that yeah. with previous yeah. and stuff. But um, for the and I've been able. Oh, raising a wee bit. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear us, but you're frozen. Oh, there no, you're back. You're back. You're back. Oh, you're back. back. You're back. I was like, oh man. <laughs> But I've been able to talk to some of those teams and, uh, you know, the evidence they gathered and stuff, it, it looked like it looked promising. So, okay. Gosh, did you live in it or did you, you lived in it? Yes. Oh, wow. God. That's okay. amazing. And, yeah. um, oh, geez, like I, I, we do investigations here in Ireland, you know, with mm -hmm. my team and um, it's like we do, like yourself, you like to get, the location and own it so you can it's your place to do whenever you want as, as as long as you want and i know in my team we we um go to the same locations for years to research the location and it does cost us money but it's it's worth it we could probably yeah. go to the location locations two or three times a year but the rest of our locations we will go like every few weeks to the same different different locations but for many many years so what was because the movie makes it to be, oh, no. <laughs> I know, huh? like you don't want to go there. 
Yeah, I mean the bedroom and no. So yeah. Um, Annie, what was your activity in it? Was it malevolent? Was it activity but not not malevolent? No, nothing, nothing like that. Um, oh. No. Um, Hollywood, Hollywood took a lot of liberties. Hollywood story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you read Andrea Perrin's book. Uh, House, mm -hmm. of Dark, House of Light, there's a trilogy, a lot of people, that, that book okay. came out way before the movie did. The truth was actually far scarier than the movie. And the only reason that her, their story wasn't portrayed in the movie was they couldn't get it in the theaters. It was just that scary. Re so it was worse yeah. than, the, than the movie? Yes. Wow, and the movie was scary. And I mean, I love the movie. Horror. Yeah, I'm all about horrors. I love them. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like I could fall asleep watching a horror because I need something to make me really jump. I know. Jump. There was a, yes, there was a m m one movie. You know, the house maze. I think it's oh, I don't know where it is. It's like a house, but the the woman had built it herself, and she made the house into a maze. Oh, the Winchester, 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 the Winchester house. house. Yeah, that movie made me jump. That movie made me jump. I yeah. mean, that's one of my to go to places. I love to. Um, so this, the real story is a lot worse than the movie. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about the the, the yeah. work parts of it? I mean, just I mean. If you think about it, they lived there from January of 71 all the way up until the summer of 1980. And, you know, they didn't just have the luxury of just leaving whenever they wanted to. Mm -hmm. you know, they, I mean, they had their life savings invested into that house. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't just get up and leave. Yeah. So they had to but, endure it. Yeah. They just had to sit and endure it. And it wasn't always bad, though. Don't get yeah. me wrong. You know, yeah. speaking with them. You know, they said it was the best of times and the worst of times. You know, they just took it as it went. It, but, I mean, there was just that culminating point that when the warnings came in and stuff like that. And Yeah, yeah. So. what? I mean, I know when I watched some of it uh, with the warrants, did, did they say that it was negative? It was like. The, the warrants the, the said it was negative. Okay. I believe so, yeah. Okay, but it wasn't always negative. I mean, I know most places like you would have um, activity, and I know mm -hmm. this has activity as well. And you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. So maybe I'm thinking, is it going to be something like that with the with the house? Po possibly. I mean, we had there were other groups that were involved. There was actually a team that was involved before the Warrens that okay. a lot of people mm -hmm. don't know about. Um, it was a, it was a team from uh, Rhode Island, uh, Pyro Paranormal, and that was led by uh, Keith and Carl Johnson, and they were both 18 years old, and they, they actually were the first ones there. They investigated and they decided to bring the Warrens into as consultants to okay. see their what their take on it was, and the Warrens yeah. basically took over, and you know, relieved uh, the Johnsons and yeah. uh, the Horns uh, investigated a few times. Okay. And um, what was the history of it? Like, if it's the, the one, um, 
who was haunting the house? Is it different spirits or is it that, if I'm saying it the right one, the man that kind of did? Now, now if you're talking about Bathsheba, yes. Bathsheba, okay, Bathsheba Sherman had nothing to do with the house. Okay. Okay. To, to, to our knowledge, right. all the paperwork, you know, um, as paranormal investigators, we go through like, we do our due diligence and mm -hmm. the history and stuff like that. And there's nothing proving she had anything to do with the house. Was she a neighbor? Yes. She lived down the road to think that she didn't have anything to do as far as you know being neighborly. Mm -hmm. No. But as far as being on the property, owning anything in the property and stuff like that. Nothing. Nothing to do with the house at all. Oh, you're frozen. You're frozen. Murder. Oh, you're back. A little yeah. bit. A little, back. Yeah. A little bit. There we go. Um, as far as her being arrested for uh, witchcraft or murder, anything like that, like you, like some of the TV shows are talking about, there's no, there's no tangible evidence to show that. So, so you felt comfortable living in the house. You felt comfortable. Oh, at, did first, you? No. At, at first, no, because like I said, we didn't do. We didn't do much of the history uh -huh. until we until we got down there, because okay. we were we were living in Maine. This is in Rhode Island, so you know we had like a four hour, you know, difference. So, oh gosh. So when we moved into the house, we only stayed in two two parts of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, out of the out of the eight eight out of the eight rooms, we only stayed in two of the rooms. Set up cameras in all the other rooms. Okay, okay. I was gonna say why you didn't stay in the other rooms. We we did that just to give them the spirit space, and to be honest, we were nervous because we didn't know what to expect. Well, that's yeah. it, understandably, yeah. But just out of a sign of respect that we weren't gonna come barging in or anything. I mean, we used it. We used the mm -hmm. house. We used you know the kitchen and stuff like that. But yeah. as far yeah. as like you know sleeping and stuff like that, we just stayed on one end of the house. And uh, it worked to our advantage because, like, you know, they, they never really bothered us. Uh, yeah. They were very inquisitive. Um, they made a few appearances here and there, but, you know, nothing nothing really stood ever, out to us as crazy. Did you ever second guess yourself or second think yourself if you wake up at three in the morning and you have to go to the bathroom, would you hold it or would you go? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would, I would go. I mean, hesitantly, but I would go. <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta that. go. I do that here, even in my own house. I do that here. Like, you know, if it's about three in the morning, I, I need something downstairs. And I'd be like, Jess, you know, my daughter. I'm like, are you awake? And she goes, no, you're awake then. Can you go and get me some water? <laughs> and I, wanna, I, you know, I do paranormal for the last 17 years. And mm -hmm. I'm I'm a chicken shit. I'm not going to lie. I've seen things. I've heard things. I've felt things. Oh, absolutely. So I know, you know, when I go to the bathroom, they'll read in my mind that here we got we got a scared one. Let's do something to her. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, what people don't understand. It's like there's a difference between being scared for your life and being just, mm -hmm. just scared. And yeah. I'm like, it's, it's it's more of a jump scare because I didn't yeah. my whole time there, I didn't feel like, hey, this is gonna drag me to hell and you know, yeah. just have my soul. No, yeah. it, just going to be like just something that jumps me because I'm not a psychic. I don't see them. Me too. Just yeah. be like, hello. And I'll be like, holy hell. 
<laughs> you know? We do that when we do our live our live uh, investigations. And, you know, I, I kind of jumped at one of the team members and it was, I videoed it and I put it up on my page and I videoed it. Now, because we're Irish, the words come out, you know, that you bleep, 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 because, you know, <laughs> you know I, I've been told to do many things like, you know, not good things, you know, because I jump yeah. on somebody and my friend Alan, he jumps and, he, and I have it all on camera so you could see the slow motion of, you know, the actual fear of his face. You know, and then I'm told to like Jenny, you know, bleep bleep off. Yeah, bleeping bleeper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what we do. And it's all real and it's all live and you know, uh yeah, we try not we try not to do that. But you know, we're human. So if it happened, yeah, it happened, you know, we're human. You know, many things have been said on the live that we probably shouldn't have. But I do, <laughs> yeah, but but human and, and it does come out. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to say, oh, golly gosh, you know, you frightened me. It's no, it's not mm -hmm. that. We definitely know it's not that. Oh, golly gosh, you frightened me. It's a lot, you know. Yeah. The air turns blue a little bit. <laughs> but it's really so, Corey, I, I have to ask you, um, were you always um, interested in the paranormal or what? Why did, uh, how did you get started to be interested in it? I had always been interested in it since like mm -hmm. I was young. My parents used to make fun of me, you know, because I'd look for UFOs or UAPs, whatever they call them now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look for Bigfoot. And, yeah. But, you know, my parents were like, you know, oh, my God, he's just a kid. But mm -hmm. I never had any experiences. Um, not yeah. up until, like, 2001, 2002, I had something happen to me when I was in the service. And ever since, you know, the gears were turning, <clears throat> I was like, something's not something's not right with that you know even though the the person telling us you know oh it happens all the time it, no it doesn't because uh, <laughs> this happens. is before tv shows like the tv shows ghost hunters and stuff like that mm -hmm. but so you didn't have anything to fall back on you just had a like you just knew okay yeah. and, and like tv people run away with tv now and what the, what they see but you didn't have any of that no, <laughs> not at all. There was nothing, nothing to explain what, what we were experiencing. And it's like, yeah, and there was like 50 of us experiencing it. And it's like, that's amazing. You know, so what can I ask you what happened? We, um, we were doing a, a camaraderie building, uh, basically a function out at a Civil War battlefield uh, okay. in Virginia. And mm -hmm. what we do is we spend the night out there kind of like, you know, we just spend the night. The next yeah. morning, the tour guide will come out, give us a tour, you know, let us know, you know, the history. And then mm -hmm. afterwards, we'll actually go out and, you know, we'll separate into two groups. And then, hey. We have frozen a little bit. Right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but. Anyways, around two o'clock in the morning, we're woken up by like gunfire and screaming. And I mean, it woke everybody up and nobody went back to sleep. And then the tour guide the next morning was like, oh yeah, it's normal. Yeah. Wow. wow. He's like, you ever heard of Gettysburg? You ever heard? I'm like, well, I've heard of Gettysburg, but I've never heard of that kind of thing. You know. I'm going to be watching a video of Gettysburg, Gettysburg tonight. I'm going to be watching a video on, on TikTok. And it's like residual. Mm -hmm. 
in fighting and so on. It's residual. I know at one of my locations, we probably got one of the best pieces of audio. This is a location that we do for the last seven years. But it's, it's, it's like the same gunfighting, shooting. You hear voices. The REM mm-hmm. hug goes off. There's nobody in the building that night. We leave the recorder in. There's nobody in the building. You hear guns being um, loaded, loaded, or being loaded, yeah, and and kind of like you can hear the guns, the pure kind of kind of gone across the, the tower, the place that I do. It's it's where Oliver Cromwell from 1649 uh, had attacked Drogheda, where I live, and uh, it's, it's fantastic residual. Wow. It's it's just one of the best. I know I sent it off to someone in the UK to analyze it and to go through it. And I think I forget the name of them. Don't kill me. I forget the name of them because I'm <laughs> in September as well. But um, uh, he's a fantastic, fantastic uh, Steve Parsons, fantastic uh, guy in paranormal. Um, so he he's going to go through it and and you know if he thumbs up it, well then it's it is. He can't not say it wasn't something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was and it was like the war and and it was fantastic. It was brilliant. So when when you heard that, did you ever hear that again, or was it just a once-off? That was the only time we ever spent the night out there. Oh, oh gosh. But okay. It was enough to like really get my gears turning, and I'm like, yeah. To this, just couldn't put two and two together because, like you said, there was nothing to really bounce it off of because this yeah. is before TV shows and stuff, but. I mean, definitely it's sat in the back of my mind because it was just like, there's something to it. Just mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and now at this moment of time with the Conjuring House, teams do go still go into it. They do. Like some sometimes, yeah. I, I believe you have overnight stays too. Oh, God, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that, Suzette? They have overnight stays too. You have the opportunity to stay overnight. Oh, yeah, of course you'd stay overnight. Where's my yeah, no, Just bring your sleeping bag and, and, and go. Yeah. I would love to go over. I would love to I go would over. Too. I would too. I've watched some of the lives last week and the week before. I've been watching the lives from mm-hmm. it. And then the camera's just in one room and you're sitting there and you're like eagle-eyed. And, you, and then I'm thinking to myself, I've got a lot of video footage of my own to go through, but I'm watching the Condren House and see what's <laughs> happening. And every corner... Is, and I know Louise and my team, she does the video work as well. And, you know, she would sit for hours and go through video work. And then she, you know, you'd end up falling asleep as you do. I fall mm-hmm. asleep on this computer table doing all your work. But um, we, she would, lo- Louise would love that. I know Louise would yeah. love that in the Condren house. Annie, Annie, do you know the names of the people that, if I can say, that reside in, in the Condren house? Do you know any of the names? But you don't have to say them if you don't. Want or found um, there there's a few names that have come through for us. Um one is Abigail. Um mm-hmm. I know there's a John. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other ones. And I mean I mean there's three that I know of. There's three of them, and I'm trying to remember the, the last one, but the last one kind of like he won't give his name he's kind of like i think they call him the overseer and back then an overseer you wouldn't know his name because Mm -hmm. their job was on excuse me on the farm wasn't always like the best thing 
And, okay. You know, I, so it was better for them to remain anonymous. So yeah, because I know when we do locations, they don't give your name. They don't ever give their names. And if they do, like I'd be that person when I'm in location and I get a name in my head, and the team looks at me and says, "Jenny, what are you getting now?" Because I would never get names in my head or anything like that. But some of them have came through, so I'm like, you know, yep. I told you, I'm not going mad. I told you, you know, <laughs> you know come through. But sometimes you just don't want to give you the names, and that's so that's fine. Is there a yeah. family? Like, the people that reside there are they family? Are they just spirits from that house or from the land? Uh, I believe, uh, they're from the from the family. Okay, I will get over some stage. Sometimes, so I will get over at some stage. Did I freeze? Why are you all freezing? Or oh, is it me that freezes? I don't know. Okay, are you frozen? Is it my computer? Uh, are no. you fine? Are you back, Curry? Suzette, have you frozen? If she's not, she's standing still really good. I think the martini got to her. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? Was it that strong? <laughs> it's working. I don't know. Oh no, she'll probably come out and come back in. Let me see. So is there any, any other locations that you've investigated? Um, like you said earlier, Pennhurst Asylum, Rolling oh. Asylum. Uh, you know, there's, there's been quite a few. So, Which was your favorite? Can you say your favorite one? I would, I would probably have to say Penhurst Asylum. What happened in there? I would love to go there. Uh, I, I said I had. It's my coming to Jesus moment with what I do. Oh, really? Because yeah, I like like a jerk. <laughs> they told us, you know, they gave us the rules. I was a young investigator. I was like, okay. What did you do? Nothing. I went off on my own. Well, that's okay. It happened. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, I just, I like to feel the nervousness and stuff like that because it heightens your senses. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't going looking for trouble. I wasn't. Yeah. But they said, okay, the third floor, third floor is like the most active. That's where people get the most activity, blah, 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 blah. So okay. I was like, hey, well, every everybody else is like putting their batteries and their equipment and stuff. And I, I was already ready to go. So I'm, I'm like, ready. Let's do it. I'm going up to the third floor. So I went up to the third floor okay. and I just walked in there. And I, I mean, it's a concrete, concrete floor. And I just sat there for a minute and then all of a sudden I heard footsteps. And I'm looking down this hallway and, you know, you're looking through life through a four inch little screen and it's like, okay, I hear this, but I don't see it. And it was getting louder. So I was like, I don't want to turn my back because that's just <laughs> don't turn your back. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it got louder and louder and louder. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. And as it stopped, I just heard this breath. And then all of a sudden it moved my beard. I'm sorry. I'm like, no. oh my God. And all I could say is, I am so sorry. I am in your space. Yeah. I just wanted to know your story. Like, I was thinking of whatever I could do to get out of that spot. <laughs> I went to turn around. I went to turn around to get down the stairs and it breathed in my ear again. And 
That was yeah. it. I was like, done. I, we I, was, I, was just kind of like standing. You're just standing there, and this this person is kind of like kind of coming around you and like you know breathing into you and touching your beard and like touching your face, figuring figuring you out. Oh, you were the pre- oh my god! Like I would have lost my voice. I would have lost my voice at that stage. Look at this lazy bear getting up. But it's funny because I have the video, and it, when I played it, my wife is like, "You were such a sissy," and I'm like, "You weren't there. You don't know." And she's like, "I would never show this to anybody." I'm like, "I don't plan on it." Like, have you got it? Huh? Have you got it? Oh God, yeah. Do you want to do a share screen? <laughs> <laughs> it's on eight millimeter. This is how long ago it was. Oh, good Lord. You see, okay, so, I mean, it's, it's okay. I'm not condoning anyone to walk off on their own, but it happens. It happens, and you do. And, I mean, I know it would never happen to me because I'm too scared. And, and yeah, people say, Jenny, how do you do paranormal investigations? It's because I'm interested in it, but, you know, I always have someone with me. I'd wake Louise up at, say, 3 in the morning, and i say, Louise, I have to go to the bathroom. Come with me. She yep. does. She does sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's who I am. That because there are locations that I, you know, the only location I'll go to the bathroom on my own would be Lep Castle. I don't mind that because you know we're all on the one floor. We have the two, three floors, you know. But yeah. it, it's you know even with the Millmount Museum, we're still on the one floor. But I know the museum. I know Lep Castle, but I know the museum. But I know there's people around closer in Lep Castle that I will go to the bathroom on my own. Really? Yeah. I've I heard know. Great things about Lep Castle. Let me tell you, it is fantastic. We're back in January. Um, we were there this year. We were in Redwood Castle and then Lep Castle. And it's phenomenal. It, it's, it's probably one of the best places I've been to. Like literally, literally, there's so much more I can say about it. It is a fantastic place. I know I have a friend of mine from America, America coming over in January to do the uh, Redwood Castle and Lepcastle with us, but it's on it's on the QT until they announce it themselves. But yes, it is a fantastic place. He's a great guy, fantastic place. Um, but the Penhurst, I know I stayed in a hotel in the west of Ireland. Um, Oh, bloody hell, I forget the name of it. But it used to be an asylum hospital. And I think you've frozen as well, but I'll, I'll keep talking. But I'm oh, you're grand. No, I know you probably can say yeah, Sorry. Uh, oh, you're grand, you're grand. But it was an asylum hospital. And, you know, myself and my one of my team members went over and we were checking the rooms out. We were, we were given the, the new part of the hotel. And I didn't want that. I want the old part you know in the center of it so we changed rooms and whatnot so my team member was in the next room to me and i you know so i didn't you know i was on my own but then when i asked to change rooms we were separated completely down a hall around a corridor and whatnot so i checked his room out to see if i wanted it to see if i could feel it it's this safer and there's an archway and behind around the corner from the arch there's like um tea and coffee dressing table facilities and whatnot and then aiden said that looks like a doctor's office and I said and his room was very small and I said okay let me go check my room my room was a family room huge huge I mean if you wanted to leave and you have to go on your hands and knees and you are dragged back by your ankles because this room you know when you open up the hotel door and then you have the corridor and so you walk out no I didn't have that I had the hallway was so big there was a chandelier in it 
And then I'd have to go into my room and I'm like, let me see how high I'm up in case I can't make it out the two doors that I have to go through. And my bathroom was outside of my room in that big hallway. And I thought, I didn't sleep for two nights. I did not sleep for two nights. We were supposed to do a little bit of investigation, but we didn't because um, uh, I then know I'd have to stay in, in that room if I heard something. This is like, I am, listen, I do, I, I am, I'm a good investigator. I just, you know, I do overthink it sometimes if I have to leave this room. And I had the chair to keep the door open in case I had to make an exit out of the room. And I made Aiden stay in my room until I fell asleep. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's, nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with that though. I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is. It's normal, it's fight or flight. But it was an asylum hospital before. And um, uh, so anyway, I picked that big room and then we had a tour guide who used to work there would give us, tell us the history of the hotel. And he said, no, over this side of the hotel is the most active. And he pointed to my sign. <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of gin and tonic taken that weekend, let me tell you. But um, so instead of... Uh, I didn't sleep well, and there was no activity in the room, but you just couldn't sleep. You couldn't sleep. But yeah. that was okay. But I'm intrigued with Penhurst. I'm very intrigued with that video. Yeah. Um, Penhurst, if if you look up, there's a there's a video that's on YouTube. It's called, um, it's a three-part series it's called Suffer the Children. Suffer the Children? Yeah. And oh, it's about the atrocities that happened there. Um, oh goodness! I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, they. Um, it was a news. It was a news crew that went there to just, right. you know, do a story, and. Hey guys. Hi. What I'm happened? so sorry. We lost. We have um, a pretty bad thunderstorm here, and we lost oh, power. Wow. Yeah. Oh, all okay. All okay. Yeah, everything's good, oh, but I'm on my phone because my computer okay. well, is not working. Right. So sorry right. about that. You're good, you're good, you're good. So Curry, what, what did the um crew say about the place? They just they what they what they were able to film there, just like the the number of people that were like there as patients. Wow. There weren't enough, there wasn't enough staff. So there were people that were chained down to their beds, chained oh to the wall. Yeah. Um, they were, like during family days, I guess they would put, they would put like the the more difficult or troubled patients down in like these tunnels, um, with young children. Oh my God! Um, I can't. Like, and a lot of bad things obviously happened down in those yeah. tunnels. Yeah. Wow. But um. I mean, it like what happened there was so bad. They, they, um, the laws that govern oh. institutions like that now they're called Pennhurst laws. Oh my gosh! Here in the United States, because of the things wow. that happened there. So, but they have a like they got an awesome museum. I shouldn't say awesome. I'm sorry, but like they have a, a museum there. Like you can look at some of the stuff that was from. You know, and this closed like back in the eighties. It's not like this was like really? like the fifties, sixties. Wow, this is only from the eighties. Holy crap! 
That's crazy. They, there was one thing that really stuck out to yeah. us and it was a letter from the institution's dentist. Um, somebody had made a request when, whenever there was an incident where a patient would actually bite another patient or, or staff member or something, yeah. they'd remove their teeth. And somebody had wrote to the dentist and said, hey, can we start using lidocaine or Novocaine for tooth extraction? And the letter, it was on Penhurst letterhead, everything. It said, no, because the R word, I know I can't say it, but handicapped people yes, yeah, can't yeah. feel pain. Uh -huh. That's exactly I'm what sorry, it said. What? Use the R word. Cannot you feel pain? Cannot feel pain. That's why, they, that's why they didn't use that. They didn't I'm use light of cleaner. You're going to have a feisty Irish woman. Come, come over here now. Come out. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding. But that's that's, that's just, that, that's that's the kind of energy that's at that place. So It's it's a heavy energy. It's heavy. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's heavy. Oh, my gosh. What, like, when you do, you do audio work, have you, your EVPs, do you do any of that? Uh, we, we did do quite a bit of uh, EVP work, um, but there was um, a little bit of contamination because um, okay. there was a raccoon on the loose. <laughs> there was a what? A raccoon? A, ra a raccoon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, that's funny. But, yeah. There's Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Kimmy. Oh, myself, and Kimmy. myself and Kimmy had karaoke last night. Yeah, we did some karaoke last night. I'm going to try, try, try and go live. I know Anthony Sabellas, he was trying to press the live button without us knowing while we were doing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, where we'd sing and then I told my camera off and then she turned her camera off. And then so each, each cue, each line that we had, you know, Galileo and then I come up and then I go down and then she come up and she go down so Anthony was trying to press the live button um but we you know we caught him <laughs> we, caught, we caught him or his mouse died I think his mouse <laughs> died so he couldn't press the live button but yeah I know Kimmy's laughing there now because yeah uh same time same place next week Kimmy yes We'll just have, we'll take we can take we'll we'll do it on our own stream yard and don't let Anthony do it because he will put us on the live. But it's okay, we don't mind. <laughs> if there's any place now, Corey, if there's any place that you would ever want to investigate in the world, and this is a question that we ask everybody, and then we rub this question off a friend of mine, Brian. Um, if there's if money wasn't an object, because I know he's probably when he watches this, he'll he'll um you know say Jenny, I keep rubbing my questions, and yes, I do. If they're good and people. <laughs> If money wasn't an object, where would you investigate? It can be anywhere. Three pla three places, three top places. Prevalent Island. You're just freezing a wee bit? No, Prevalia Island. Am I saying that right? Say it again. Prevalia. Where's that? In Ireland? No, Italy. Oh. Italy, yeah. Oh, I just had Ireland and I thought it was here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Prevalia Island. Um, um, that's where they used to bring uh, uh, 
victims of the of the plague. Oh, um, oh that's island. interesting. That oh. island is made of human ash. Oh, I did like to go to it. I yes. Mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you think about it, like how many people died out there. Whoa. I sound like a psycho when I say stuff like that, but no, it's just but the, the history behind it, the history behind it. Um, Absolutely, the darker the better. If yeah. we were, I watch these dark, dark programs, you know, where dark places in the world go to. Yeah, I love, I love that show. It's all dark, dark destinations or something like that. Uh -huh. What's your second one? Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, a lot of people Ooh. love that one. Yeah. What's your first one? Well, probably it would have been the first one. Then Skinwalker. Okay. Okay. Skinwalker is the second. What's your third one? Um, oh, God, probably Dracula's Castle. Just yeah, just that would be awesome. Because, yeah, I would love yeah. to do it. Yeah. The one time we had a yeah we had a book to go over many years ago, but because COVID hit, COVID hit, we you know everyone had a book to go over and and they cancelled. But kind of, but I minded, but I didn't mind because I had to fly over, and the less flying I have to do, the better for me. I do have to fly in August, which I keep forgetting about, but it's only over to London. But um, it's still having to get on an airplane. But there you go. Was that was that um, the trip with uh, Barry? Which one? Was that the Dracula's Castle? Was yeah. that the one with Barry Fitzgerald? No, no. Um, Leaving out of the UK. No, I think no, it wasn't. It was uh, with a team in Scotland. Ah, they okay. had arranged it. I think it was Ryan O'Neill had had arranged it. I met him last year, but it was to go over with um, them. But COVID hit, so we we didn't make it over. What's this, Scott? Hey, what you doing besides me? We're here talking, Scott. We're here chatting. I said, there's Scott. Hey, brother. Michael. Hey, Scott. Scott. Uh, and Kimmy. Hey, Scott. There's Scott. I love Scott. <laughs> I do. He's very funny. My buddy. Skinwalker Ranch. You can, you, can go, you can go to Skinwalker Ranch now. Huh? They've actually opened up Skinwalker Ranch. They did? Oh. Yes. However, I guess there's now... This is coming secondhand, but apparently there's like a lot of rules to it. Okay. Like you, you own no, like basically you only leave there with a non-disclosure agreement. Like your evidence belongs to them. Oh no! I no no. I, I and the thing is, I almost believe it because that happened to us at the bell which cave years and years and years ago like they were like you use our equipment and then <laughs> you leave that equipment here and it's like what that would be like, I'm like hard I'm gonna pay you to do work for you I'm like, oh. yeah I'm like, that's a hard what? hard no yeah yeah I would, have, I would hide i would hide a recorder my own recorder but I, you know, <laughs> little mini, you know, the little mini, like it looks like a necklace, but it's a camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing all of that. I'm not working there. I mean, it's great to have an experience, but you gotta know what you got. 
Yeah. You have to know I'm all about evidence, you know, document stuff. All about it. I love it. I know I have a ton load of work to do, which I haven't got it done yet, but I will. I keep saying I will. Tomorrow night I have no show. Tomorrow night is like, oh my God, I'm going to watch my friends live, which I normally have a show every Saturday or an investigation every Saturday. And tomorrow night is like, what are you doing? I'm doing nothing. Absolutely. I've done like shows from last weekend and I'm doing like shows all for the last few days. I'm so excited. I mean, if someone said to me, hey, Jenny, you know, get your heels on. We're going to go to the pub. I'm wearing my pajamas. I'm ordering Chinese food. I'm going to watch my friends live and I'm just going to switch off. Because I know one of my, uh, Louise, my team member, is away for the week for holidays. But when she goes back, I think we're going to Waterford Saturday week. We're going to go to Waterford mm-hmm. um, for a day trip. We're going to go to Waterford for a day trip. You know, a little, you know, things in the background that I cannot be spoken about. That's awesome. Yeah, so really <laughs> looking forward to that. Really looking forward to it. Um, any questions now, Suzette? Do you have any questions? Uh, God, I, I, uh, besides, besides me being in and out because of the power. <laughs> I can hear um, my phone. Yes, no. No, the, uh, the, I, I would say the only um, the only question I would have is: Do you regret? selling the conjuring house oh yeah do i regret there's a part of me that kind of does Mm. but what a lot of people don't understand was the human factor uh it wasn't the spirits Mm -hmm. it was the people you having to deal with the negative excuse me the negative people yeah people imagine our house yeah at two o'clock and asking for a poor drunk off their butts. Oh my god! No, I beat. Wow. We we weren't. We were a house, like it was our home, mm-hmm. but yeah. part of it was considered the business. Now I could imagine you. You probably didn't really even like actually feel like it was your house. Mm. No, it, it it really wasn't. We could never really leave, and like you were saying earlier like Jenny was saying earlier, like you just feel the energy and that house, even though there's nothing malevolent there, mm-hmm. it wears, it drains you. Like you, mm-hmm. you physically you can feel it and you just, I don't know what it is. And that's why we kind of like made it like a, a side deal with the new owner, mm-hmm. Jacqueline, that it wasn't meant for somebody to stay in long term. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, a week at a time maybe you know two weeks is pushing it but i know like i was there i stayed there for three months and i was like i gotta go home up to maine for like a day or two just to kind of like like center myself because it's just i feel off i'm just like i got a head trigger it it just i could bite somebody's head off and it's just not good and that's what I would end up having to do. Every couple of weeks, I would come back home, mm. just take that day, and then go back. Yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. to decompress. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Decompress and just get somewhere that you're not kind of, not that on edge in the house, but, you know, somewhere you can just breathe mm-hmm. away from the house. Yeah. I was going to ask you as well about the the tree. I mean... Is there anything about that tree? 
You had the one where the swing is? Oh, yeah, the swing. <laughs> is, it, is it in a movie? Have I been conned? It's, a, it's in a movie, but oh, there's no tree. That, that tree was actually that was built on a soundstage in Delaware. So, ah. it's, so it's not, it's just in the movie. I mean, there's plenty of trees behind the house. Yeah, we can is the tree, but no. It's a movie when I look up and there's someone and like someone, you know, from the tree. And I'm yeah, like, oh my yeah. god, oh my god, you know, that's what she Lorraine's seen. And I'm like, Jennifer, stop being gullible. Not everything you see in the movies is real. I mean, I believe the whole romance story in Titanic. <laughs> sure yeah, you know? yeah. You know, I I believe these things, you know, like a plonker, but well. But I honestly, you know, I honestly uh, understand how Corey felt um, and his wife, like living in the house and constantly it was basically, you know, you got no peace of mind, you know. And it's funny because when I um, went to visit the um, the SK Pierce mansion, um, basically they said that they have to lock the doors and put an alarm on because people would just be walking off the streets into the house like all hours of the night, all hours of the day, just just to go in. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I mean, you can put. I mean, we had signs, but I mean, we had cameras, and I mean, these signs, no trespassing. This is mm -hmm. that and the other, and. Like they look, you see them look right at it, and then they walk right by it, and then they walk right the by it. Yeah. And it's like seriously, you can't fix that. That there's something seriously wrong with that person. You have a sense of entitlement that is just driving me bonkers. So it drives me insane. Big ass dog. That's what you need. It's a big ass. Oh, I got. I had. I had two German shepherds, and usually when I opened the door, it was a race between me and them. To get to the person. Let's have a race. They usually win, but <laughs> see how fast you can run. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I have a beautiful dog here now. Look look at the state of her. I don't know my camera my camera's blurry, but she's my overnight foster. She's really making herself at home. Oh she's just snoring. So here. cute. She's all comatose with food and whatnot. So it's her first night here. She's eleven years old, her first night here, and uh, going into long term foster tomorrow. Um to uh, a, a, a fantastic friend of mine. Um, so yeah, I do rescue work here in Ireland as well. I never stop. People say, Jenny, do you sleep? No, do I look Jenny like, doesn't sleep. Do I look like I sleep? No, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the morning here in Ireland. Oh my God. I, listen, I, listen I, I know. I've been on videos with my friend, uh, Emmy. Mackenzie, and then we have Anthony Sbellos, and I'm on video call, and Kimmy and Reggie, and I'm video call with them, and we do shows. And at the end of it, you know, we just have a background banter. And then many mornings, Kimmy has seen, and all of them have seen daylight rise, sunrise in Ireland. You know, never, you can never say you never didn't see sunrise in Ireland. And I think it was two or three days in a row that they've seen the sunrise in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. That's why, you know, little tired, Jennifer. Little tired. So my sleep pattern is everywhere. But you know what? If there was another show now, hey, Jenny, we're doing a show. You're coming on. Okay. Not that I'll go to bed and have some tea. It's like, maybe. I know. But I won't. Jenny is up at all hours for the shows. Yes, I am, mm -hmm. Pamela. All the time. Exactly. Because I'm in Ireland and a lot of my friends are in America and Canada, these are the hours that I do. 
how could you know you'll see this face somewhere whatever time whatever part of the world you'll see this face somewhere and if you can't see me you'll hear me <laughs> aye, aye, aye. And that's the tightness of, of kicking in but i get very giddy when i get tired or just like basically me you know just a crazy irish woman <laughs> who's, who's said to me oh matt was on the show last night and he's saying jenny i'm saying your word crisps and i said like, we don't say crisp we say we say tato in Ireland, we say, give us, give us a packet of tato. <laughs> we don't say fries and we don't say crisp. We say, we say tato. Tato. <laughs> Just tato. What are they made from? Potato. I know. I know. A little bit bonkers, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The tiger's kicking in now. But I'm okay. I'm professional. I'm okay. My dog is at the backyard crying at me. So where can, where can people find you? Curry, where can people find you? Or if they want to book uh, to the Conjuring House, if they want to, to book a night there, how do they go about it? Uh, they can go to the website, www.theconjuringhouse.com. Okay. Uh, you can basically book every event that they have there. Oh, brilliant. Um, they, have everything, they have everything from overnight investigations, daytime tours, mm -hmm. um, hosted events. They just recently opened up uh, camping, which is glamorous camping. Really? Uh, yeah, I am my flights. I am coming over. Like I said, you won't see me. You'll hear me first and then you'll see me and then you might see my pink hair. But yeah, people, I people love it. They will do glamping. You can imagine me up, keeping everyone up at all hours in the morning. Do you not sleep, Jenny? No, here's Dennis. <laughs> My you, hours are off. Yeah, do you, like, I'm like jet lagged. You, you know who's sleeping? Oh, you know, yeah, weakling, get up, you know, and and start dancing around the fire and start mm -hmm. dancing around the tree and look for fairies. Oh, I can <laughs> see you do that. Yes. Can you imagine me. Yes, over there I can see you. No one would sleep. They'd all complain about me and kick me out the next day. No, they wouldn't. They make me. They say, Jenny, stay another night. We'll pay for you. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Glamping anyway, so doing glamping, there's me rushing in. So doing glamping, glamping is fabulous. Yep. I, would, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Well, you're bringing me. You have to stop here and I have to meet you over there. I have a, we have a list. I have a list of people to meet over there, Jenny. And like America, you know, when you travel an island from the top of the country to the bottom of the country, it takes mm -hmm. a day. It takes a day. When you have to travel somewhere in America, it takes that length of time, say it's about seven hours, six, seven hours to travel the length of Ireland. And that's just when you stop, you know, for things and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but in America, you would just do that and you wouldn't even be out of the state. That's huge. Like that's huge. In Ireland, no. We travel like two hours down to Lep Castle. I think two hours or two and a half hours down to Lep Castle. It's like literally on our doorstep. Wow, and wow. Yeah, it's on a door. Everything's on a doorstep because it's Ireland. <laughs> it's tiny. <Yeah. laughs> That's the good thing about it, then. And then obviously there's me the second. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> right. Okay. So www.theconjuringhouse.com. That's for the website. And anything you want to book, it's all on that website. And yes. including the glamping as well. Oh, Michael, Jenny's awesome. Jenny's getting giddy and tired. Like, I'm thinking of food now, two o'clock in the morning. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love Michael. I do love Michael. 
Um, and then, and can you're not on Facebook, you're not on any social media or anything like that. Everything no. is on the, the website. So that's, yeah, you're right. You're right. If I could take a break of it, I would. But I, do I too would. Much yeah, work. definitely. I do too much work. And then my internet went off for two weeks. Let me tell you, I was crawling the walls. Because I always say I want to live in the country with no, I want to live in the forest with no Wi-Fi. So here, like when I had no Wi-Fi for two weeks, I was climbing the walls. I had to listen to my children. It wasn't easy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know the 12 and 19, and I'm sure they can hear me because they're awake. But um, mom, we've no Wi-Fi. And I'm like, where's the forest? Where is the forest? You know, let me bring you to the forest and <laughs> We're going to rock it and eat berries and, you know, eat, you know, roast rats or whatever, you know, <laughs> you know. And I said, but here we go now. And we played board games. And I think this is what we had to do back in my day. My children think my TV was black and white in my day. How dare they? Black and white. And I'm like, mm -hmm. ain't that old. Ain't that old. But we are going to uh, say good night or good evening. Um, we want to say, evening. Corey, thank you so much for for taking your time out today and, and joining us on our first uh vodcast tonight and our first one yes the next thank one. you guys very much thank you oh, so much very, very honored. oh you were the first guest <laughs> brilliant i was so excited to, to, to talk to someone who experienced firsthand and not exactly. watch movies. stop watching movies they're not all real I was conned. <laughs> I was conned. <laughs> but any movie you see with leprechauns in it, it's all real. That all, that stuff is all real, you know. The leprechauns and the fairies. I probably have all, half my Irish people coming after me now saying it's real. They are real. But that's another show for another night. <laughs> oh, leprechauns. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about leprechauns. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's very funny. Uh, we want to say thank you to everyone who watched who liked, who who commented and, and shared out. We want to say thank you so much. We will be back in another week or two. I think we're going to do it every second week. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. To start, off, to start off and maybe a little Hopefully this time I won't bit. lose power. So oh, I just, listen, girl, I talk for Ireland anyway. <laughs> I run with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I do. So I'm going to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting sick here, jeez. Um, so I'm going to bring us into the background. I'm going to say, Curry, stay there if you can for a minute. I'm going to say thank you so much to everyone. Suzette, thank you. This is your show, and I'm thanking everyone. Suzette, is there anything you're That's, that's okay. Anything? That's okay. It's our I'm show. Welcome. Yeah, thank you, everybody, welcome. for coming. And hopefully you will stay tuned for our next one. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm going to bring us into the background, do the outro. We'll talk to you in a few seconds.